I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. We're back. Design regrets. Ads, 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 ads. <laughs> this episode was going to be something else, but then you wanted to talk about things that we had like passed up buying, stuff that was either going to be like thrifted or vintage or something like that, that we now regret and still think about. Yeah. It's what I thought the other episode was going to be about. But turns out that is not what the other episode will be about. So you have to stay tuned. <laughs> for that other different episode. I think we've talked about this a little bit at some points over the course of them. So it's good that we're organizing it, I guess, in one episode. Yeah, I think so too. It'll be fun to recap on and think wistfully. I don't know if there's like a moral to this story because I think in some cases like the passing up of these things was the right choice at the moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean like what if our whole lives were different, you know, cuz we bought that thing at that time. But I think it's something that you have to know if you're someone who wants to like buy vintage or buy thrift stuff that at some point you're going to make a fairly rational decision to pass something up and then you're gonna regret it and you're gonna think about it i'm sure that lots of people who do this have a very similar experience yeah perhaps i wanted to start with this one because my parents were just in town we were literally like just talking about it i had this bookshelf at my mom's house when i was in high school and Actually, a lot of my furniture over my childhood was stuff that I found, like, on Craigslist or at consignment stores or garage sales. Suburban Arizona is, like, peak garage sale territory. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, Why? Why? Oh, because, like, the weather is always really nice. You can put furniture out on your driveway whenever and, like, you know, it's, like... People have good stuff there that they just want to get rid of for whatever reason. doesn't fit. Or they're tired of it. And so pretty much every weekend for a good portion of the year, you can find like a killer garage sale. Mm. It's one of the bonuses of it, I guess. I feel like where I grew up, well, really both places I grew up, North Carolina and Western Mass. North Carolina has some flea markets in the Piedmont, like foothills, and then the mountains definitely. There's a lot of like antiquing. Like we would definitely have garage sales especially in the more suburban parts, but I feel like more frequently people like are always just like hawking antiques. I feel like in my experience of where your parents live, it's not as densely populated as where I'm from that Mm. like your driveway is like 10 feet from your neighbor's driveway. So if the whole (sighs) community is going to have a garage sale, like people are going to have a lot of stuff to choose from because it's all really close together. Yeah, that makes sense. So like garage sale culture is... Garage sale. <laughs> I don't know. Is much stronger because watch out for our forthcoming book. <laughs> you'll like you'll be driving down the street to get to your house, and you'll be like, "Oh, my neighbor and their neighbors are having this garage sale. Let me go like check out these four garage sales right in a row." You know. Mm-hmm. Wow, 
Four in a row. This isn't even wild. like about garage sales. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get this thing out of garage sale. I got it on Craigslist. No. Yeah, I don't know how we got on that tangent. Maybe we should do. I actually really liked garage sales and I missed them. And like one of my only regrets about not living in the suburbs is that in my adult life, I can't have a garage sale. Mm. We can add that to another forthcoming episode. Yeah, a different regrets at... episode. Oh, no, I'm looking at Oh, one, one that is a good one. Say, yeah. yeah. Boom, there it goes. Stay tuned. That was cool. Listeners. Good yeah. work. Uh, oh, you're really ideating. I gotta come up with a bunch. Um, but the thing that we're trying to talk about right now is I bought this bookshelf on Craigslist. And I don't know, I... Like, this is my beef with Craigslist here, is that you never find, like, the good shit. And this was really good shit. It was a solid wood piece. It had two little drawers on the bottom which is where i became obsessed with having like some sort of closed storage in a bookshelf Mm -hmm. because usually the bookshelf is for display and this had like three maybe four big shelves that i could display all my books on i had more books in high school believe it or not i believe i think i had more books back when i didn't feel the incessant need to throw things away constantly Mm. um it's also just like a way to waste time in high school was like go i mean really barnes noble and Spurpia, but then there are other, like, bookstores like charlotte bookstores and like other places you know like go get coffeeed up and go to a bookstore <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i like it fit all my books but then also there were other like there were these two little drawers at the bottom that were good for papers and that, like pens or i don't even know what i kept in there like dumb high school shit <laughs> um and it was also cool because it was like wired and it had a little light on the top of it so it like plugged in the little light came on and the sides were these really beautiful spindles so it wasn't solid on the sides it was like a really substantial piece but it was like really light yeah and i went to college and for a while my parents kept my room the way it was because there was no need to do anything else with it but then they were moving Mm-hmm. And they asked me if they could get rid of a bunch of stuff. And honestly, like, I had moved across the country. Mm-hmm. I was, like, doing my own thing. I wasn't really in a place that I could afford to, like, ship furniture. Like, what even is that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm in a place now to afford to ship furniture. I think... Sounds like an expensive undertaking. I think now I would at least look into it, yeah. you know? But at the time, I was like... I don't even remember where I was living, but it was definitely like a not permanent situation. I was just like, you can get rid of all that shit. I don't care. Right. And so they ended up in turn selling it on Craigslist. Wow. Yeah. Really full circle there. It's the circle. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it got sold, and I think about it pretty frequently because we have this bookshelf here, which I've posted pictures of before, and I've, I think it's finally reached its final form. Huh. That I'm... <laughs> Most evolved. Yeah. Because it's been through stages. Oh, yeah. I remember them. Um, and I don't, like, that piece was so well made and had so much more, like, value and quality than right. the current bookshelf we have. Yeah. And I think that bookshelf would have looked really nice in this room. And I do. I have, like, a lot of regret about it. This is kind of a sad episode. Yeah, it doesn't have to be sad. Yeah, I'll throw it back to something that's not really sad because I was thinking about it. And I think it's something that we would have maybe gotten rid of at some juncture. Maybe not. But 
was thinking back to the penguin vase, TJ Maxx. Oh my god, R.I.P. Penguin Vase. I would not have gotten rid of that Penguin Vase. I love that shit. Yeah, that's probably true. Not enough to buy it. Yeah, not enough to buy it in the moment. The reason I didn't buy that in the moment... Okay, let's set the scene. We're in TJ Maxx. Yeah. You were living in Boston. I was living in New York. And so uh, we were like taking the bus back and forth, the mega bus. Mm -hmm. And it was right before we went for me to get on the bus. Mm Mm-hmm. We were just, like, walking around TJ Maxx for reasons kind of unknown. There wasn't really anything else to do. It was, like, a Sunday morning in Boston, so Boston was collectively hungover, as Boston is on <laughs> Sunday mornings. They only had open. And closed. Mega- Everything was yeah. closed because Blue Loss. Yeah, so the only thing to do was to go to, like, box stores like TJ Maxx. So we were just fucking in TJ Maxx, killing time before, you know, like, morning mega bus. And in the home goods section, which is a section of... TJ Maxx I always like to go into there was this pretty like eggshell colored vase and it was a very normal sort of cylindrical vase shape and it had a nice like I think it was like a blue line around the bottom so it was just like super cute and minimal and I turned it around and it had an adorable fucking penguin face on it yeah it's pretty cute and you know how I love anthropomorphic home goods yeah yeah it's a good guy but the reason I didn't buy the guy was because I was about to get on the bus and I just had like my little bus bag and I didn't want him to get broken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought you were going to try to move it to like a non-sad one. R.I.P. that guy too. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. that guy. You went back to try to buy him. I did. And I bought Luxury Clue instead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong, but he wasn't there anymore. That's why you didn't buy him. Oh yeah, no. Yep, he's gone. Gone forever. That is kind of interesting about those stores, though. They're not, like, thrift shops, but... That's true. Shit like that comes and goes. Well, they're, like, overstock stores. Or I guess they were started as overstock stores. So there is also finite stuff. Yeah. Another kind of regret... Kind of not. I guess it's not as much a regret for me, because I... So, I'll rewind to the scene. We've been thinking about getting a kitchen stool for a while. So Still Jordan, want a kitchen stool. So Jordan can sit while I cook. Um, <laughs> because that's the lifestyle I want, okay? <laughs> and uh, so I was thinking this year for a birthday, getting it. And I found, like, a pretty good one housing works. It's, like, pretty, I mean, just, like, a pretty classic little folding stool. Um, we want it to be a folding stool, too, which is making it difficult. Yeah. So the fact that you found a folding stool was fortuitous. Yeah, because so many folding stools are just, like, cheap, you know? Yeah. Um, This one, it wasn't, like, fancy by any means, but it looked pretty fine. There's something about it that I I wasn't sure that you would like or that would be good. Maybe it, like, didn't have a back, or if it did have a back, it was something weird with it. So I decided to forego it. You found it at Housing Works, right? Yeah, at Housing Works. Which I knew as soon as I walked away that shit was going to be gone because it was the housing works on the Upper East Side or Upper West Side mm. at 96th and I was like, nothing here can stay. <laughs> nothing gold can last. <laughs> so I walked away from it with the intent. I did bring you back, in fact, to try to find it the next following weekend. That's true, but, but it was, it was just gone. gone. It's too nice. Yeah, I don't know if that's as much a regret as just like a bummer. But... Maybe the right call, because if we had bought it and, like, you really didn't like it, I guess we 
I think Housing Works is a return policy. I don't know, but it feels a little wrong. Yeah, I feel like you can't return things to Housing Works. You can donate them back, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So. That's one. The App Deco Mare is another one. I just didn't buy it. No, you didn't. Yeah. It was so good, though. <laughs> I saw it, like, new in a West Elm. Here's the interesting thing. We could still purchase this mirror new in a West Elm, but because we're in this, like, low waste and also are just generally cheap people, like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. But I saw one in a West Elm, and I was like, man, this is exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. It'll come back when it's meant to. We'll find it. I feel like you are a little bit better at these things because you you do have that sort of like, um, I don't know if it's karma necessarily, but like an energy (laughs) mentality of just like these things will come when we need them. (laughs) And actually we were just discussing off mic how (laughs) now that we moved the dresser, there's really no place for this mirror. So we'd kind of like be in a weirder situation if we had this mirror. Where would we even put it? We, I don't know. We might have moved it, like, out here or something. I don't even know. I wish we could have moved it out here. But out maybe here it would just, like... But what if it just, like, That's ended it. up in the hallway again, like, the fucking headboard, and wow. then, you know, that would just be dark. That would be some real karmic shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, like, I'm a little not over the mirror, but at the same time, I feel like you have a little bit of a different view of these things that I'm kind of like, well, that was, like the one piece and we might never find that piece again and you're kind of like right but like we'll find the right piece when we need it yeah that is how i feel suppose in the right time you know what is the big steel cabinet okay so i was trying to find the name of the place but i got rid of all those business cards like very recently because i never go to brooklyn anymore we were walking around brooklyn we were walking up atlantic ave Oh, yes. All right. And I think it was Bergen Street. It was Atlantic and Bergen, I want to say. Someone's going to tell me that those streets don't even intersect, and that's just going to be, like, my very limited knowledge of or interest in Brooklyn. Yeah. But there was, like, this street that I'm pretty sure was Bergen Street at Atlantic that had all of these, like, weird, not even, like, vintage shops, but just kind of, like, curated home shops. Yeah. You know? And actually, I've been back since because I got that hook that we hung in the kitchen that holds all of the bags at one of those shops. And I liked them all. They were really cool. They had, like, vintage pieces. Like, the one that I bought the hook at was selling vintage rugs and stuff. This place, I couldn't really tell. It was, like, a little amorphous Mm. as to what it was. Um This was also next to that vintage shop where I almost bought that $400 train mirror. I don't regret that, though, because I didn't need a $400, like, two-foot-tall mirror. Especially at that point in your life. It would have been at Crown Heights. Would have had to move with it. Yeah, it was just, like, a weird scene. That was a cool thing, but I don't regret not having that thing. This thing I regret really not having. It was, like, an industrial-style, probably, like, garage storage system, I would imagine. It was, like, a... professional garage. Yeah. It was, like, a... I could imagine it being like an armoire, well, but it was made of steel, I would imagine. Well, actually, what actually is an armoire? It's like those big, usually they're wooden cabinets. You know how like in Beauty and the Beast? No, I've never seen Beauty and the Beast. What? Wow, that's like the most classic. There's like a, there's like an armoire 
character in Beauty and the Beast. So that's not going to work for you. For people listening who don't know but have seen Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> it's that character that, like, gives her the dress when she first gets, like, imprisoned slash abducted in the castle. Um, yeah, it's creepy. But it's an normal offer everyone who hasn't watched the creepiest of the Disney movies. <laughs> so it's usually, like, imagine one of those, like, classic bedroom sets that your parents buy. And there's, like... The headboard and the footboard and the dresser uh-huh. and then the bigger style cabinet that usually has like two drawer two doors rather then uh. you can like hang clothes in it and sometimes there are like drawers at the bottom but it's usually standing on legs okay follow question what's in between that and a wardrobe isn't that like what you call a wardrobe or is a wardrobe a set of outfits that you pull out of the armoire um it might just be the french word for wardrobe oh anyone out there knows french <laughs> Or it feels like pulling up Google Translate. I mean, I don't think it is directly the translation of wardrobe into French, but I think, like, amois is, like, a French word meant to describe a very similar piece of furniture. Hmm. Point being, this was just, like, a steel cabinet that had shelves in it. And the store was pretty expensive, especially for us at, like, Brooklyn Times. Hmm. But... Especially for us now. It was a pretty expensive store. All those stores were pretty pricey. Yeah, they were expensive stores because they were in like the heart of downtown Brooklyn. But like this that. was on hella sale because it had been dented. Ching. Exactly. And I don't know. I don't mind stuff like that when I'm buying vintage. Like I thought like the doors worked and I just thought it was like a kind of a cool like aspect of the piece that it was dented. So it was 200 bucks. Wow. Which sounds like less money now than it did at that time in my life. Mm-hmm. And we were like a couple months from moving in together. Mm-hmm. So not only would I have had to spend 200 bucks on the thing and then taken an Uber back to my Crown Heights apartment, but I would have had to pay my movers who I had already hired to move it. Right. And I walked away. Did. Did walk away. And then a few months later, you bought that god-awful Wayfair dresser. I did. And all I could think was if I had bought that fucking cabinet, we wouldn't be here right now. Wow, it's true. And I think about it, like, pretty frequently still. Because I think it's a, it would have been a piece with a lot of um, use that, like... I like that we then went and bought that $40 dresser at Housing Works, Mm -hmm. you know, for you. Yeah. But I feel like we could have still purchased that dresser and then, like, moved the cabinet somewhere else, you know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It was a really cool piece. That was a good one. I hope it went home with someone who loves it very much because I think about it with more frequency than you would think, probably. (laughs) And, like, very sincerely regret not buying it. But I also understand that I was at a different point in my life then, and that was not a point where I was just, like, casually dropping $200 when I felt like it. Yeah. I feel like that's the hard part about, I mean, most of the things in this episode, uh, well, maybe I lied. Only one of the things in this episode. <laughs> my things <laughs> in this episode. Not even really. Just this one specific thing. Like, in that instance, $200 is a pretty sizable amount of dollars. Meant to be, to really, like, we were just doing that, our walk up that street to kill time, yeah. basically. I remember it was just a nice day, we were out, like, strolling around, and we decided to, like, go up the street. We were, we were in our, like, in one of our exploring moods, you know? Yeah. We're like, oh, what, 
And what happens? We just walk up Atlantic Ave. I don't know. Let's find out. And then we found all these stores. Uh, $200 is a lot of dollars to walk into a store and just, like, drop. You know, like, the mirror we've been planning out for a while. Um, like, I've been saving up money to buy a nice mirror. And other big items, I feel like. 200 even though I was on sale, and is within our means to buy if we were to come across a piece be like this it would still be like a pretty command decision Does that makes sense what i'm trying to say yeah i definitely get it and also i feel very strongly that one should not like extend oneself financially for decor yeah because i think that at least for me that really removes the enjoyment of it like if i had felt a lot of financial stress because I had to then move that piece. Like I wouldn't have good feelings toward it even once we got it here, you know? Mm. So I think in that moment, it was the right thing for me to do. I guess I wish I had met that cabinet at a different point in my life. Wow. So that I was more ready for it, you know? Yeah, it's pretty touching. I think you'll disagree with this last one. Yeah, I don't even remember this last one. Well, I showed you this one. It's, like, very recent. It was that thing that I sent you the DM of on Instagram. It's, like, still available for sale. Oh, well, that's not really right. We didn't go try to buy it, though. I know, but I feel like I like it a lot. Okay. I'm not going to buy it. I'm over the idea of buying it. But I think that, like, again, like, the cabinet, I'll, like, think about it a while from now and hope that, like, someone has purchased it, who loves it. Hmm. There's this love seat at Dobbin Street Co-op right now that is like a burgundy color and it has these beautiful um, like Art Nouveau like tulips on it in blush and there's like an emerald component. It's a really Art Nouveau sort of print in a velvet, I wanna say. And it's a very strong vibe. And there's nothing wrong with our love seat. And I wasn't at all considering replacing our love seat. And I'm still not. But like, I saw it and I was like, man, there's only one of these in the world. And I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I have reached a point in my maturity where I understand that that doesn't mean I have to buy it. But I'm going to think about it, like in the future. And hope that someone else bought it. Mm has a nice time with it and really like created a look with it mm-hmm. maybe one of our listeners wow maybe i feel like unlikely but maybe <laughs> i liked Dobbin street co-op but had like a really pleasant experience buying the uh headboard from them and i'd like to buy some other things from them and nothing has really fallen into place yet but yeah i saw that love seat and i was really into it you didn't like it. You don't want to own it. I did see it again. Uh, yeah, I liked it fine. I thought it was like funky and fun. I actually didn't really notice the tulips that you were talking about the first time I saw it. So I'll have to take a closer look. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. We've run through our list in full disclosure. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I feel like there is something. I'm thinking of maybe if I remember it, you can put it in the Insta story. I also kind of had a feeling that there was something else, that it was also, like, on the level of the cabinet that I think back on with frequency, and I can't put my finger on it or, like, where it was or what it was. 
One thing that's come to mind now, and it's not necessary, I don't know if this is what I was initially thinking of, those tampon dispensers have been cool. Yes, that's it! Yeah. Oh my god, that is it. Another housing works thing that we passed up on that I think about pretty frequently. We were going to the Rubin Museum and we had stopped at the 17th Street Housing Works because it was just like across the street and we were mm-hmm. waiting to meet up with some people. Did you see them or did I see them? You saw them. They were like acid green. Mm-hmm. And I walked over to them and they were just like, as soon as I got close to them, they were just so clearly these like vintage tampon dispensers that you see in public restrooms that you like put the quarter in, you push the thing into the slot and out comes a tampon that's like a cardboard applicator, very <laughs> uncomfortable. But they'd been painted and they were like so heavy. Mm-hmm. They were both like steel again. Yeah. Feeling very industrial in these reminiscences. That is true. Um, the Art Nouveau is industrial. It's like kind of anti-industrial. That's fair. But Kara, too. Oh my god, they were so good. I think the pair of them was like $35. It was like... Maybe. I think they were 35 piece. Really? Yeah. That's possible. Um... They were so good. There was just something about them. Like I should, I could so clearly see them like mounted on a wall and used as coat hangers or something. The color was like atrocious, but you could tell that it was just like working. And if you put them in your home, it would work. And I guess feasibly we could have also repainted them, but they were so, so heavy. Yeah. And it would have been so hard to like anchor them into the wall. And also we were about to go to a museum. Yeah, I think they'll hold it they'll hold it for you forty eight day, or forty eight days. For forty eight days, forty eight hours housing work. As it floods. <laughs> um I think that's true. I don't know, I I wavered. It is, it is true. I checked with sorry, I don't mean to like mansplain housing works. But I do know this and for listeners out there. Because I checked with the stool. Because I thought mm. about it. I was like, should I just have them hold it and then tell them no? But then I thought, in light of Housing Works being a charity organization, it'd be a dick move <laughs> to ask them to hold it. Because you have to buy it first, too. Right. You can't just have them like hold things you might want to uh, buy. Yeah. Because that would be fucking anarchy. <laughs> um, I was like, should I just buy this, have them hold it? And then, like, anyway, sorry, carry on with the story. Oh, that was it. I just like, I waffled and I waited a little too long and then we were walking out and I just knew like I was never going to see them again. And the next time I was in there, they definitely weren't there. And I hope, I don't know. I imagine them in like some sort of funky, like nineties feminists house, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. The other problem was that I did like the idea of like literally hanging them above our entryway bench, but it would have been so hard to anchor them into the wall. Yeah. They were cool. I shot them down for a couple of reasons. There's just I there's no conceivable way to get them home unless we had them no. shipped. I think even if we put them into an Uber it would have like ruined the frame of the car. <laughs> they're they're heavy. It also just like wasn't our time for them. There was I don't I don't know how we would have mounted them in any reasonable way that wouldn't have broken through layers of drywall in this apartment. No, I don't think that would have been the play. Now that I'm looking at it, we could have maybe put them like on top of the office uh, cabinet. Yeah. It would have had to be like a K 
cabinet situation, like a standing on the floor situation. But they were cool. Yeah. I, I would have liked them. I, I like the coat hanger idea a lot. I like the idea of just putting them up. Like, if we could have professionally mounted them and made sure that they weren't going to break a bunch of shit or fall, just mounting them as, like, weird, pretty contemporary art pieces, like, a la, like, what's-his-face's urinal piece, you know? Just, like, mm. boom, like, public bathroom art just, like, on top, like, pretty high <laughs> up on the wall, you know? Like, eye level or a little bit higher, I think that'd be, like, kind of fun statement. I think the other you thing... you have to get the pair. The, oh, they absolutely had to come as a pair. It would have been criminal to separate them. <laughs> but I think the other thing that deterred us was that they were only art pieces. That there's no function for us of them. <laughs> I mean, presumably we could have filled them with tampons for our guests. But like... It would have been baller. I don't know if they still worked. I didn't try, I but like, we could have turned them into candy dispensers. <laughs> like, you walk into our house and, like, stick a quarter in and, like, candy comes out of this tampon dispenser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's some feminist shit. Um, but it just, yeah, you were right. It wasn't our time. The stars did not align for us. And If we had encountered them, like, ten years from now, who knows? It's fucking anyone's game. <laughs> I think that, like, again, I just kind of hope, like, like, I hope they are candy dispensers in someone's house right now, you know? I hope that, like, someone didn't have, like, a bad idea for them. Mm. There's nothing I can do about it. They're not mine. I can't, like, dictate what they're used for, but I don't know. There's a lot of uses. I can see that. If, like, a, a venue snatched them up and just actually made them, I mean, either candy or just tampon dispensers with, like, actually good tampons. Probably not actually yeah, good probably not. I mean, I'm thinking like a cool, like high end, like, you know, like something pretty hip, pretty like ritzy, like ritzy hip would be the kind of place that would buy that, put them in their restrooms. Have like organic tampons coming out of them. Yeah. Like, they're the kind of places that I feel like would shop for bathroom decor or housing works. <laughs> like, you know, some like ritzy Williamsburg shit. Mm. Um, I can see that happening. If they worked, I guess we didn't know. I presume, I mean, I guess you could fix them and they would work unless... There was no reason I saw that they wouldn't have worked. I just, like, didn't stick a quarter in it. Yeah. Those quarters are too valuable. These <laughs> it's days. true. Laundry. Yeah. That would have been a good racket, though, if people were, like, leaving us quarters for our candy and then oh, we man. could use it for laundry. We were being short-sighted, I think. <laughs> Investment piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. That, I'm glad you remembered that one. That was a good one. Yeah. Hey, one of our one of our best regrets. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of fun though. I mean, I always talk about these vintage and thrifted pieces as like things that have stories, and then I think the other side of that is the things you leave behind also have stories. The one that got away. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment Twenty Six. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.